0: Welcome, listener, to another edition of the Coco and Daltz podcast. We are real people doing real reviews. I'm not Coco.
1: And I'm not Daltz.
0: So tell me, uh, Coco. Uh, the listener will know because they clicked on the display text that says what we're talking about, but tell them what we're talking about this week.
1: <laughs> this week we have a. Timely review of a <laughs> series that premiered almost 18 years ago. What? I know. What? Today we are reviewing Chappelle's show. Yeah, we are. Which just recently, as of this month, came to Netflix and HBO Max. It uh, premiered on CBS All Access back over the summer. It originally premiered in January of 2003. It's a sketch comedy show helmed by Dave Chappelle. It had one season in 2003, it had a second season in 2004, and then it had three, an extremely abbreviated third season with just three episodes because Dave Chappelle famously quit his show and they had a few sketches in the can, so they brought out a couple of the... uh, Other people who starred in the show to kind of host those shows so they could burn off those final sketches That was
0: like the equivalent to a band breaking up and they still have two uh, (laughs) Albums left on their contract and they gotta throw together b-sides and a greatest hits and stuff like that So that's what that was
1: Right. So like we said, this uh, just recently came to Netflix, which is why we're reviewing it. Mm -hmm. We kind of wanted to see, does it still hold up almost 18 years after it premiered? Is it still relevant? Is it still funny? Dalts? What'd you think?
0: So I didn't know a lot about Dave Chappelle until we watched the uh, David Letterman, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction segment with Dave Chappelle. I knew he was a comedian, you know, and I knew he was controversial and I knew this, that, and the other thing, but I was never really, I never really watched much of his stand-up. And then when we watched that David Letterman segment, I was like, this guy's funny. (laughs) He's kind of smart, too, so let's get going. Let's have a look at the show. And then the show came on Netflix, and whilst whilst we were watching it, listener, it rocketed to, like, the top five. It was definitely right in there in the top ten for a long time. It still might be today.
1: Everybody needs comedy right now because we're going back into lockdown, so people need not Chris Hemsworth extraction, (laughs) faces getting blown off movies.
0: Right. We don't need any more – destruction like you said so i was all in on this and then we started watching it and liking it and i gotta tell you i came out of it so it's very uneven to me the entire the series in its entirety so there's 23 episodes i think something like that 26 episodes um and uh 28 episodes sorry including the last three um and i think that uh in each episode, there's probably one really funny moment or sketch. So whether it's like the uh, the racial draft, which I thought was brilliant. That so, was hilarious. So somebody, you know, <laughs> people who are of mixed background, uh, like Tiger Woods or Colin Powell, uh, they're, get, they're getting drafted by specific races so that they become 100% African-American or, one, or in Lenny Kravitz's case, 100% Jewish.
1: Or... In Wu Tang Clan's case, 100%
0: Asian, <laughs> right? And it's really funny. I, but, but the thing is, be forewarned: there's a lot of f bombs, there's a lot of n bombs, uh, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of racial uh, back and forth. I think it's I think it's in good fun. I mean, it's such a delicate balance when you come when it comes to race and fu- and and humor around race uh, that you want to be careful. Um, But I, I mean, I'm a middle-aged white guy, so there's not a lot there that's going to offend me. But, you know, there might be some things that offend other people, so you just got to be careful. But I I liked it. I I got a good big kick out of it. The episodes are really short. I mean...
1: Oh, my God, they are.
0: They were like 22 minutes, and that included, like, We'll Be Right Back, and the musical uh, intro guys. And, like, so there's really only probably about... I don't know, 15 minutes of, of real content in each one of those episodes.
1: Yeah, I could have actually, a lot of the episodes ended with musical guests. So one episode ended with right. Common and Kanye. Uh, I think Wu-Tang did do something. Mm-hmm. Like, Most Deaf did something. I could have actually done without the musical yeah, me too. segments. I would have preferred just another comedy sketch, mm-hmm. although I can't imagine what... That would take – I mean, Chappelle was saying that he was working 20-hour days, so right. I can't imagine what that would take out of you to try to get, like, another five-minute sketch mm-hmm. in when you could just hand it off to Common and Kanye and be like, hey, guys, be brilliant. Yeah. I can just sit here and, like, nod my head along and mm-hmm. do, you know, the the dad head nod while, <laughs> while you guys are going crazy. So I could have done without the musical guests. Yeah, me too. Really, but – um
0: what'd you think of overall coco
1: i i thought it was really funny i didn't watch Chappelle's show when it originally aired i did see a few sketches here and there because i had a co-worker who loved it <laughs> who was always coming to work and being like hey man you got to see this rick james sketch and it was on the comedy central website or youtube or something and he would show me some of the sketches and uh I thought they were really funny, but for some reason, I just never actually watched it mm-hmm. when it was on. Um,
0: I didn't have Comedy Central when it was on, so that's probably why I didn't uh, see okay. it. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I uh, and I had seen some of his stand-up and uh, him in some movies, and I thought he was really funny. Mm-hmm. So when this came on Netflix, like I said, we're heading into another lockdown. I need humor. So I was like, let's watch this. And, oh, the episodes are all only 18 minutes long. Yeah. So we, we plowed through the entire series and, like, two and a half days. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to get through. The first few episodes of the first season were kind of uneven to me. It seemed like maybe they were trying to get their footing, trying to figure out what kind of tone they wanted, maybe how much they could get away with. Right. Um, before the standards and practices people came in with, like, The editing chop um
0: does do does comedy the comedy central channel have that they have those guys
1: well there was a uh an episode toward the end of season two where it was just him introducing sketches that the comedy central standards and practices people would not let them air (laughs) and uh so apparent and one of them was like some black guys from today traveling back in time and they shot a slave owner and when that sketch cut out he's like apparently i'm the only person who thinks shooting a slave owner is funny and i was like dude i thought it was funny i don't know i mean you you're a slave owner you get what you deserve and it's a sketch it's a comedy sketch (laughs) on the comedy network (laughs) on comedy central It's, it's not a documentary right unfortunately so um so there was like a really sweet spot between like Mid-first season and mid-second season where it seemed like Mm -hmm, everything mm -hmm. was good. It seemed like maybe the last three episodes of the second season, I still really enjoyed them. I thought they were hilarious, but you could tell the wheels were kind of starting to come off a little bit. And he was kind of starting to feel like what have I done? I've created this beast and it's getting away from me because the sketches got kind of like more outrageous. and He was really pushing the envelope. Yeah, like more envelope pushing. And I mean, he's Dave Chappelle. That's what he does. But like even for him, it seemed like... Things were kind of going like off the rails a Almost little bit. Almost like he
0: was trying to get fired.
1: Yeah, so like I said, I still thought they were really, really funny. And mm-hmm. that Wayne Brady sketch <laughs> is like probably my favorite sketch of the entire series. Oh, really? Like I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. It so was Wayne so funny. Brady,
0: who had been given shots during earlier episodes, like uh, Dave Chappelle <laughs> said that he that uh, Dave Brady made.
1: Uh, Wayne Brady made or Wayne Brady made uh, Bryant Gumble look like Malcolm X. That's right. the reason why white people like Wayne Brady so right. much. Right. And so this sketch is just Wayne Brady like being really angry about that well, being and, a
0: pimp and, and
1: and you see like a whole different side of wayne brady and he's like is wayne brady gonna have to choke a bitch and like it's it's just the funniest thing in the world so it was really good yeah yeah so that's probably my favorite sketch of the whole thing i so. think
0: if you had uh, an hour or an hour and a half maybe of this show like the highlights that that segment or that particular piece would be really funny so if you had yeah. Just segments in that hour, an hour and a half of the best ones. So, you know, like Char- Star- Charlie Murphy's uh, stories of running into uh, Rick James, obviously the famous I'm Rick James bitch emerges from that. <laughs> yeah. And then playing Prince and basketball, you know, some incongruously somehow they're playing basketball. And Charlie Murphy, of course, being uh, Eddie Murphy's older brother. Uh, and Charlie Murphy passed away unfortunately in 2017, but I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, this. I, I loved just him. I wanted to see so much more of him, and I'd never really seen him before or after. So watching him in this was was a real uh, eye opener for me. Um, but I, I there's a lot of scenes in there like it's pretty juvenile, you know the the crack guy <laughs> taking a crap in the in the in the alleyway, and then they <laughs> zoom in on it, and it's you know it's, it's like a
1: melted Snickers it's a, bar. Yeah, it's a chocolate
0: <laughs> bar, but like you're looking at it, and you're like, oh, did you really have to do that? And there's lots of and poo humor and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, it's really... It's really on the edge, um, but it, but like I said, there I think there's something there. Like as much as I didn't like the the crap humor and stuff like that, there were other segments that just were hilarious. Like you can just imagine the premise that they're sitting there, Charlie Murphy telling a story about Prince schooling him and his buddies in basketball. It's like really Prince, and so <laughs> then there's
1: like his full Prince outfit with the platform, with like a, the five inch with platform the blouses. Moves. Like and, he's not even wearing like you know. And of course, no Prince, basketball gear.
0: Prince is played by Dave Chappelle, of course, to the hilt. And Dave Chappelle's impressions are fantastic. Like, it was Little John.
1: Yeah, Little like, John. the Little
0: John segment was fantastic, and uh, it was a running joke. But then they had Little John... The actual r- real Little John, Little John, on the other end of the phone. So it was Little John impersonation against a Little John real person, and it was fantastic. I mean that that's that's gold right there. That's comedy gold, and everybody played along in this show too. Like you had some people drop in and they were playing along. Like uh, Jamie Fox was in one and, and
1: Susan Sarandon. Susan
0: Sarandon, right?
1: Yeah, I uh, yeah no, I thought it was I thought it was really funny. I'm sad there weren't more seasons mm-hmm. like. I mean, I guess I understand if you're in that kind of pressure cooker and you don't think it's going to end up being what it is. I guess I understand walking away from it. But it's like, I'm like you. I wish we could have seen more Charlie Murphy's true Hollywood (laughs) stories. And I wish we could have seen more of, like, the mad real world where you've got, like, a fat white kid, like, thrown into a house with six black people. And it's like a send-up of the real world. Like, that was super funny. I loved it. So Yeah. And the thing with the racial humor is – I think, you know, it's not your job to educate people, but, you know, obviously he's trying to make people think, Mm -hmm. right? So I understand, like, they they did a sketch about, like, a a racial thing, and then they talked to the audience afterward, and one Mm -hmm. lady was like, yeah, I mean, we all laughed at the black people like fried chicken thing, but... Everybody likes fried chicken. Right. So fried why chicken is, is delicious. Yeah. So, why is that like only a stereotype for black people? And, you know, I think maybe that might have been part of the issue with the show is like there's a certain segment of society that is willing to think about stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then there's a certain segment that's just like, you know, ho, 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 ho yes, of course. You know, this is, it's true. Right. You know? right. And he did say, uh, In one of the later episodes of season one, or maybe one of the very early episodes of season two, that he'd been out uh, like doing some stand up, and white people would come up to him and they were like, Hey, man, I love your show. It's great. And oh, you do those sketches with like the N words, like doing this stuff, but they would actually use Mm -hmm. the whole word. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't say black people or the n-word like they would actually use that Mm -hmm. word and i'm like i understand that it's desensitizing when you hear him say it Mm -hmm. 87 times in an episode but that doesn't mean that you can say it and you're kind of missing the point the point you know if you're now using it and you think that's okay so yeah and
0: i know that i'm not a black man obviously uh but i find that word incredibly offensive and I, i find it offensive when no matter who says it. But I understand why they say it and how they say it. it like, he he uses it in this show to talk about everybody. Like, he's <laughs> it's like buddy to him. It's right. like saying, hey, pal, or whatever. And so he's really, uh, like you said, desensitizing it, but also um, homogenizing it in some ways, too, and making it, you know, really tampering it down. And that's, uh, I, that's where some people, I think, get offended and some people don't. It's like, this is still a really offensive word, no matter... Who you are, I think like again, I'm not black, so I can't imagine what it would be like if a white person you know somebody of somebody another race would say that to me, but at the same time it's it's the way he rolls, right? Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so I uh, I yeah, it i I thought the racial humor was funny, but not because I buy into the stereotypes right. you know and right. he he stereotyped white people too. yeah, yeah so he's yeah. an equal opportunity offender
0: yeah (laughs) in that respect and asians and mexicans
1: there were um some cultural references that because this did premiere so long ago that i didn't if i had been watching this when it first came out i would have gotten like some like oblique reference to maybe like a movie that came out at the time Mm -hmm. but because we're watching it 18 years later Like, I'm sure stuff just flew right over my head, and it probably would have been funnier if I was watching it in the moment. Like, there was one episode really early on in the first season when he did a send-up of a car commercial, (laughs) and the audience, you know, the studio audience was going wild. And as I'm sitting here watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I remember that car commercial, Mm -hmm. but I'm not really sure. So I'm sure... If I had watched it 18 years ago, like I'm sure there was just, there were a few things that probably I missed or that weren't as funny because it's almost 20 years later, but it was still, the commercial was still pretty funny. I think it
0: still holds up. I think I I was a little bit worried about that because it started in 2003 and you can imagine where we were in the world. 18 years ago almost 18 years ago and what was happening in those days and who was the president and all that sort of stuff and how different the world was but it actually holds up pretty well and it's uh, because the episodes are so short mm-hmm. you're not the, the investment is very low in terms of whether you want to watch two or three of them right and if you get offended by them then then bail i mean it's it's yeah it's not the worst thing in the world right. i i think that in some ways he was ahead of his time and that might have been why it was so jarring to the audience and and critics Critics liked it um, but I think people embraced it too much and it really ruined his life like I read something saying that he couldn't do stand-up after that anymore because people were yelling phrases (laughs) from the show at him while he was doing stand-up. And he just wanted to do stand-up. That's all he ever wanted to do. And then, of course, he infamously disappeared from the face of the earth and took all his money that he had and (laughs) went away and and just recently has kind of reemerged into the the mainstream again.
1: Yeah, in the past, what, like four or five years, he's finally started, like, doing stand-up again and stuff.
0: Which I think is great because I think he's, you know, we need more Dave Chappelle in the world. We need more. And he's he's very, his stand-up is very, it's similar too in that it's awkward and it's it makes you feel uncomfortable in some ways but it also makes you think and i think that that's that's the point like some of the things he think he says like defending bill cosby about the rapes and stuff like that he's he's sort of defending him but he's not really but but is he you know and it makes you think and and it makes you feel uncomfortable in those stand and and i think that that's that's sort of his style is is the La- you know, making the listener and the viewer feel uncomfortable. And it's almost like a nervous laughter kind of thing.
1: And I think it's a testament to, uh, well, maybe not to you, but I I thought it was just hilarious and I was dying laughing. And then there was one episode, it, it was probably in the second season, but he said something about, actually it was pretty early on. He started saying like, oh yeah, we aired that episode of me being like the blind black clan <laughs> member and you know i don't know that i'm black and people were offended by that and i was like really and then i was like well yeah okay (laughs) yeah
0: well and then they did the gay clan member who was yeah dressed in pink and came up to the came up to the black family in in the neighborhood said do you think maybe you want to move (laughs) (laughs) yeah so have you ever thought about going back to africa i was like oh wow like this you know that's some of that stuff is just on the edge right
1: yeah so i uh I, I enjoyed it. I would give it like a solid B plus to A minus. Yeah.
0: I think that's that's in my ballpark too. I think I would give it probably a mic and a half, a uh, stand-up mic and a half, something like that. I think it was, I think it's worthwhile. But if you're easily offended. Yeah. If and Dad. And
1: any- if you're listening to this yeah. dad don't watch this
0: yeah and if you have a certain generation or if you're you know uh a q anon or something like that like yeah I, I don't think it's for you but um but yeah generally i think it, it was a it was a good view and i'm looking forward to seeing what else he does like his stand-up has been yeah. great uh and i hope we get more maybe we'll get another you know we we'll get a Chappelle show uh maybe not a reunion because charlie murphy's not with us anymore but maybe something like it because i'd love to hear more more of those stories
1: yeah definitely um, I'm down and yeah like Dalt said you can whip through it pretty fast you know the first couple episodes are like 17-18 minutes so watch a couple and if you're not into it eh, turn it off
0: exactly but if you need a laugh try it definitely and who doesn't need a laugh
1: we all need a laugh these days so thanks
0: for joining us again listener we're going to wrap it up and uh, we'll come to you with more exciting content in the coming days so for another episode of the podcast I'm not Coco and I'm not Daltz